Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. My name is Zach. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. Today, we are talking about your mindset and how it drives our behaviors when it comes to nutrition and training consistency. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Thorn Supplements. Today, specifically, we're going to highlight magnesium biglycinate. I have a whole episode on why I put every client of mine on a magnesium supplement, why I think everyone should be taking magnesium every day. It's depleted from our water sources, from our food. Modern agriculture has stripped it. Uh, stress depletes magnesium. Trust me when I say there is a laundry list of reasons why we should all be taking magnesium. I use magnesium biglycinate from Thorn. It's a powder. It tastes like lemonade. Uh, 200 milligrams per serving. What I like about the biglycinate too is that there it never makes me have what we call disaster pants because too much magnesium citrate uh, or oxide, different types of magnesium, they can definitely send you running to the john if you know what I mean. So I really like this magnesium because it doesn't do that. So look, Thorn Supplements is basically the sponsor of this show. If you want to join my client invite list, you get 25% off all your supplements all the time. No code required. All you have to do is send me your email. That's it. Send me your email, whether it's in a DM, email me, say I want to join the invite list so I can look at the supplements at Thorn um, with the discount. All right. Now let's talk about your mindset. Okay, how does a growth or a fixed mindset, uh, how does it play a role in our consistency with nutrition and training? Well, the difference all becomes down to, is it a growth mindset or is it a fixed mindset? See, a growth mindset, these are your entrepreneurs, these are your creative artists, these are the people that push the envelope. They don't settle for a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset this type of person are mostly uh, your laborers, your employees. Uh, they're not typically your entrepreneur, but they also they struggle in the areas of nutrition and training consistency. Ask yourself these questions. Do I often say to myself, I have to go work out? Uh, I can't eat that. I'm on a diet because I have to lose weight. These are sayings that I hear commonly um, when clients start with me or I hear it around the gym, and this is typical of a fixed mindset. We want a growth mindset. A growth mindset sounds more like this. I'm going to go work out because I love my body and I want to give it what it wants, or it could just be as simple as I'm going to work out because it makes me feel really good. I choose not to eat that because I love the way my body feels when I eat this instead. I choose not to eat that because I feel better without it. Uh, I'm not on a diet. I'm focused on nutrition for my body. Now, we're going to talk more about that later in the podcast, but this is what I'm highlighting the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. You see, the fixed mindset keeps us stuck in the negative. Um, I can't have that. And then you binge on the weekend and maybe you think, Oh, I ate terrible. I got to go to the gym and kick my butt because I ate so bad this weekend. These are all stuck in the negative. Okay. The growth mindset, it takes the power back and gives it to yourself. 
yeah, I was with family and friends, and uh, I didn't eat the greatest this weekend, but I'm going to own this week. Smoothie salad roasted, uh, I'm going to own this week. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to feel great. I love it. Okay, it takes the power back. Um, instead of saying that I'm on a diet and I can't eat that, I'm focusing on my nutrition, and I don't want to eat that. I feel empowered by eating this. I feel my body like rewards me when I eat this instead. So these are the two big differences between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. You know, studies show con consistently that there's a huge danger when we identify with any type of disease. So for example, sayings like, I'm a cancer patient, I have Lyme disease, I struggle with IBS. These type of diagnoses, yes, they're um, required in the Western medical system to, they, they literally are trained to uh, diagnose, prescribe, right? That's their whole thing as, as Western medicine. They have to give you a diagnosis, right? What is IBS? Irritable bowel syndrome. Now, if you're struggling with like really loose stool, you know, gas, bloating, indigestion, acid reflux, and you go into the doctor and he tells you, oh, well, you have irritable bowel syndrome. Does that really make you feel better? I'm, oh, I've been diagnosed with IBS. No, it doesn't because you already knew that your bowels were irritated, right? And having loose stools, you know, you got to have gas, you know. Okay, so you don't need somebody to tell you that you have IBS for that diagnosis to mean anything. That still doesn't even tell you what the root cause of that is. So my point is we can't hang our hat on these diagnoses because look, we're further identifying ourselves with this disease or this diagnosis. And then as we further identify with it, we're less likely to overcome it. And that's what the studies consistently show. And that's the difference between a fixed mindset who's stuck in the negative and a growth mindset. So our mindset drives our behaviors and our behaviors kind of either have an effect in the positive or the negative, like a big snowball that's rolling downhill. Um, so for example, I commonly get clients started and we do, we usually always do a whole 30 diet for the first 30 days that a client comes in. And, and I'll be honest, the reason why I do that is because most of the time people will drop 10 pounds in the first month, which isn't even physically possible that they could drop that much body fat. We're literally just lowering water weight and inflammation by doing that. So they think I've lost 10 pounds. This guy really knows what he's doing. He's got me doing the right thing. My body likes this, right? But what I'm thinking is we're just lowering your inflammation. You've maybe lost a pound of body fat or two in the first month. What we're really doing is we're taking the toxic burden off your body and we're allowing it to drop inflammation. So commonly, clients will tell me, Man, I feel when I'm when I'm eating the smoothie or and the salad, the roasted, and I'm going through that, man, it like empowers me to want to keep doing it, right? Well, then the weekend rolls around, family and friends are eating and drinking, and then they maybe have a bad Saturday night. And they ate some cake and they had some beer and they did this and they did that. And then they come in Monday morning and commonly I hear it. It's like, oh man, I ate bad this weekend and I feel it. I can feel the difference, right? So I always have the same response. You're only one meal away from being back on track. And isn't it true though? We are. We're always only one meal away from being back on track. Whether that's your smoothie, whether that's your salad, or whether that's your roasted dinner, it doesn't really matter which one it is. You're one meal away from being back on track. 
And that's where like more clean eating fuels more clean eating. And then one sometimes, and you, we've all experienced this, including myself, it's like sometimes one bad meal, uh, one, you know, escapade with sugar can send me off on a week of eating sugar, right? So we can see how the snowball rolls down the other hill just as fast and picks up snow, right? So one strong motivation that I want to really impart to you, and this is something that I've been talking to my clients about, you guys know who you are, but every bite of food that we eat today, it literally gives you a plus or minus, a positive or a negative ROI for the next 10 years. So who do you want to be 10, 10 years from now? It's either the bite of food that you take today is uh, it's actually manifesting a return on investment 10 years from now. So if you, in the investment world, everyone knows what ROI is. Uh, you invested this. And what's your return? That shows whether it's a good investment or not, right? Well, in nutrition, this is called epigenetics. Epigenetics. The reason why is because every bite of food that we take today affects our DNA five to 10 years down the road. So every time we make good choices and we eat clean, whole, real foods, our body rewards us acutely but it also rewards us five or 10 years down the road. And I don't know about you, but when I'm uh, five or 10 years down the road from right now, I want to be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I want to be mountain biking, lifting weights, being physically happy and active, sleeping well. Uh, I want to be doing all those things because I know that's conducive to a, a long, happy life as long as this world goes on. So we have to think every meal that we have is a return on investment for 10 years down the road. Now, that doesn't mean that we never deviate and we never enjoy a beer. Or we never enjoy ice cream. Um, that just means that, again, we go back to my whole episode that we did earlier on owning your Monday through Friday. We own our Monday through Friday. I mean, that's paying huge dividends on ROI five to 10 years down the road. We have to own our Monday through Friday. And really, we have to own our Monday through Friday and Saturday or Monday through Friday and Sunday and then maybe one day a week. Um, we don't cheat. I don't like that word cheat because it has a negative connotation. We have a flex meal is what I like to call it. And I, I stole that from a different naturopathic doctor named Stephen Cabral. He's got a great podcast. Shout out to him, Cabral Concept. Tons of information on that show. If you guys aren't already listening to that, check out the Cabral Concept. So the flex meal is, is so much more of a positive connotation because now I'm going to have something that I don't normally have in my Monday through Friday routine. And that's why it's flexible. It's, uh, it's a flex meal, right? Does that make sense? So for me, that's all types of different things. Um, I like to have my wife's gluten-free cinnamon rolls. There's two episodes in a row I've been talking about that. <laughs> so that's the big thing is we have to own our Monday through Friday and then we may have one flex meal or we may have one day that we don't do the smoothie salad roasted. But still, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself, your future self, five or ten down, years down the road. Let's say you're in your 50s or 40s and you're listening to this. How do you want to be when you're 50 or 60? Uh, what type of person you want to be? How active do you want to be? How happy do you want to be? Um, it's getting harder and harder to live in this world. People are struggling more and more with anxiety and depression. 
Everything we do with our workouts, our, our nutrition consistency, these things all pay future ROI, future dividends for our future self. So think about that every day when you're planning out your day. Don't just wing it. Uh, don't just drive across town and, and figure, oh, I'll just stop somewhere real fast to get lunch. No, it literally takes, I timed it last night, it literally takes me about six minutes to chop up my spring mix, to chop up my tomatoes, chop up my carrot, chop up my beet, throw some blueberries in there, throw some flaxseed in there, uh, throw some dried cranberries in there, and my salad is ready. Then I just throw, literally today, I threw two cans of yellowfin tuna uh, in there with it, and boom, lunch is made, right? I don't have to stop anywhere. I made it for a fraction of the cost I would have paid, like stopping at Chipotle or stopping at uh, any of these salad places or something like that. And so that's what I mean. I mean, it's literally, I'm investing six minutes in the next day's ROI and it, and it pays off six minutes. Okay. Same thing with a smoothie in the morning. We're talking about three to five minutes to make your smoothie and you're out the door. This isn't a huge sacrifice. We're not making pancakes, bacon, and eggs every morning. You know, it's like take 30, 45 minutes just to make breakfast. So you're, you get my point. I'll stop beating the horse, but we have to pick up the big stones first. What does that mean? If you were going to fill a five-gallon bucket and you had, to, you had to fit both stones and sand in that bucket, how are you going to fill that bucket? Are you going to fill it with the sand first or are you going to put your big stones in there first and then mix the sand in to fill in the gaps? We have to pick up our big, our big stones first. And those big stones are nutrition, consistent nutrition, consistent exercise, consistent sleep, uh, stress mitigation. Um, these things are all the big stones, right? So I'm going to give you some tips to walk away with. We're going to keep this episode a little bit shorter. Uh, but this is how like just shifting your mindset a little bit can drive new behaviors. So for example, I want you to walk away with like five major tips. One, every meal you go into, I want you to focus on protein first. What's my protein at this meal? Don't just go in the kitchen and start snacking and start grabbing this and start grabbing that and then trying to figure out while you're snacking what you're going to eat, right? You will always eat more carbohydrates or more fat uh, doing that rather than saying, okay, what am I going to, I'm going to make this for my protein. I'm going to build my meal around that. Uh, consistently, if you focus on protein first, you will, you will eat less carbohydrates and less fat calories just from making sure that you're focused on protein first. So whether that's your smoothie, whether that's your salad, or whether that's your roasted dinner, it doesn't really matter. Think first, what am I thawing out? Or like what protein powder am I using in my smoothie? Or what protein am I going to have with my salad? Okay. Second, focus on veggies second. Okay. So we have our protein figured out. What are my veggies uh, that are going to go with that protein? Uh, this doesn't always apply with the smoothie, but it always applies with the salad and with the roasted dinner. Okay. So studies consistently show that if you give somebody a salad before you give them their entree, they'll eat less calories in the dinner uh, just from having that pregame warm up in the salad. Okay. Why is that? Because we are, if, if we, pick up the big stones first, we're less likely uh, to deviate and, and go too hard on the carbohydrates and too hard on the fats and things like that. 
Third, plan your workouts as, as, as if, if I can talk, as if it's an appointment on your calendar, okay? So lots of us have weekly calendars. Lots of us have appointments on our phones, right? I want you to plan your workouts on your weekly calendar. What time are you doing it? When are you doing it? Who's going to be there, right? Write all those details down in your weekly calendar. That way you see that appointment that you have with yourself, are you going to miss the appointment you have with your doctor or your lawyer or this person or that person? No, we rarely ever, unless we have to miss those appointments, do we miss those, okay? So we don't miss this appointment with yourself. Put those down on your weekly calendar. When am I working out? What time is it, right? Don't just leave those off as if they're not important. Fourth, bring healthy options to your get-togethers. So like, let's say this weekend you're going to a get-together with family or friends or your kids got softball, whatever, uh, whatever it is, bring something healthy. And this is something my wife and I have found uh, over the years. Like we're going to a get together. Oh man, what are we going to eat? You know, we don't even know what's going to be there, right? Um, but I can tell you what I know is going to be there. There's always going to be processed garbage junk food there. There's always going to be there, man. I don't care who it is. Like there's always going to be there. So my my thing is my wife and I we always will make something even if we're not asked to and we'll bring like a huge salad or we'll bring veggie crack if you guys have never seen my video on veggie crack it's amazing but we'll bring some of that stuff because we always have something to eat that we know is like a mainstay of our plate okay so that's my number four number five keep a barrier between whatever it is that's a crutch for you for me I have an addiction. <laughs> to coconut ice cream. I like all different flavors, all different kinds. There's a, a company, oh, I won't name companies, but there's a few different kinds that I really like of dairy-free ice cream, okay? And I got into a habit for a long time, especially during the pandemic, I was having ice cream every night, okay? So keep a barrier between you and the ice cream. So I have a barrier right now. You know what my barrier is? I don't buy the ice cream, unless it's on sale. So unless that ice cream is on sale, I don't buy it, which means I don't have it in the house. I've heard other people say that there are things, potato chips, right? You can smash a whole bag of potato chips. All right, so you don't keep potato chips in the house, which means you gotta get up, go to the store, if you really want a bag of potato chips, and by the time you think about all that, you're just not likely to actually get up, drive to the store, and go get a bag of potato chips. So there's a barrier between you. Don't keep the food that's the, the most addictive for you. Don't keep it in the house. Don't keep it near you. Make it a, a little bit of a struggle to go get it and have it on your flex day, right? Have it on your flex meal, something like that. So I hope this episode was helpful. Your mindset truly does drive your behavior. And if you struggle with any of these mindset, like the negative fixed mindset behaviors, start working on changing that one one thing that can be huge is just paying attention to the the lines that you feed yourself inside your mind and even journaling those can be really important and and constantly re-saying instead of i can't eat that i choose not to eat that even if you don't feel it say it tell somebody it tell your significant other I, i'm choosing not to eat that right now because i know that i will feel better not eating that instead i'm going to eat this so if, if we work on these small changes, we can really change uh, consistency when it comes to nutrition and exercise. Look, if you like what you're he hearing on this podcast, 
please share it with a friend. Please take the second to like leave me a review, whether it's on Spotify or whether it's on iTunes. Uh, just that makes people find me more and we can get more of this free information out to people as well. And as always, musclesandveggies.com is how you can contact me or Instagram, DM me at musclesandveggies. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for spending this 20 minutes with me. See you next time. Muscles and Veggies podcast.